Hi everyone, this is Vincent. If you're new here, this is Mindful Chatter presented to you by Steph, Vincent, and Kathleen. Here on this podcast, we chat about everything related to mindfulness, meditation, mental health, and more. Through heart-to-heart conversations about our own journeys and other people's stories, we hope to share different perspectives and resources that will help you live a more meaningful, peaceful, and mindful life. If you like this podcast, the best way to support us is to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. You can also send this episode to a friend or share it on social media by tagging us at MindfulChatterHK on Instagram or on our Facebook page, Mindful Chatter. Enjoy the show. Have you guys experienced weird moments of having severe headache, feeling like your chest about to explode, your palms are sweating, your legs are not yours, and then you cannot focus on the work, and then when you're in the office, you feel like you're you feel very dizzy and you're about to actually faint, etc. I actually often experience that very, very often. And I have been um, categorized by clinically to actually have general anxiety disorders. And that is what I experience daily or if not daily, weekly or regularly. So it has been affecting my life, but here I am, I'm still here. I'm still living my life very happily. And I think it is time to actually talk about anxiety publicly and to actually hear more voices about anxiety and to normalize anxiety because I think anxiety to me as much as my body has been experiencing all these sort of symptoms or characteristics in the past I think anxiety is not an enemy but it is just one of the many many responsible employees within your body helping you to actually fight through life so in this episode, I'll talk about, maybe I'll start off first with my little background about my relationship with anxiety. So I've been having general anxiety disorders for quite a lot number of years. And in the past, I think for more than about eight to 10 years, I guess, I've been trying to get rid of it, to fight it for many, many years. But it has always been here with me. And when I was in my Beijing secondment, I've been having more time to actually reflect myself, to actually understand myself, especially my relationship with anxiety. So I've been reading books, and during this period, I sort of had a very important realization that I have had, uh, uh, especially about my relationship with anxiety. And that is literally everything that I've been doing really hard to fight anxiety away has been completely wrong. So why am I saying this? Because anxiety to me, the more I actually try to push it away, the more it actually bounces back, the more it actually comes back and in the form as a huge monster, in a very devastating form, in a very bad mood, in a way that it actually attempts to destroy your life, to actually destroy your body. And this actually goes against what exactly what I've been trying to prevent. So basically, simply put, what I've been doing exactly to push anxiety away gives it the energy to actually comes back and attack me. So I've been feeling quite, especially like during my past few years, I actually felt quite desperate because I told myself I've been putting so much effort in it, but then why is it actually not paying off? Why the more effort I put in, the worse result it is. And then I thought about life being very unfair 
And that actually made me very mad and very angry because I thought people all say hard work pays off, right? The harder you work, the more likely you succeed. But then simply it doesn't really work in the in, in a lot of areas in life. For example, relationship, your family, your friends, or maybe mental health issues, and, or maybe happiness. It's not like you, you work harder for your happiness, you're gonna feel happier. That is simply not the way it works in these areas. So, in the past I thought my ability to actually control my mind with a logical mindset would actually help me to actually tackle or get rid of anxiety, but it doesn't really work out. I, uh, I've been seeing psychiatrists, I've been taking medicine, I've been seeing psychologists, I've been reading a lot of self-help books that claim that they can help me to actually get rid or eliminate my anxiety. And also, I've been getting intentionally brainwashed by all these sort of motivational speeches and videos that glorify the effect of determination and a result-oriented focused mindset, which say something like, oh, the harder you fight, the harder you're gonna win, and if you're soft, then you're not gonna get what you want, etc., etc." So being the alpha male is better than being the beta guy. Being hard is better than being soft. Etc. So I think I've been using this approach in dealing with anxiety in the past and it didn't really work out. I still remember going to see my psychologist and say, look, um, I really want my result. I want 10 sessions and only 10 sessions. I'll tell you what I feel. I'll tell you what my problems are. I'll make a note before I see the psycho psychologist before every single session and I'll let him know or let her know what would I want to get out from this particular session. I was that result-oriented. And do you think that actually really worked out fine for me? In the short period of I mean, in the short term, I think it really worked out quite fine because it sort of boosted my confidence in my ability to control my mind. But then using logical mindsets to control your emotional, uh, your natural emotions doesn't really work out for me. So in the long term, it actually bounces back really, really badly. So I think in the past, I have been treating anxiety completely in the wrong way. So I have a really interesting thought in the past. I thought without anxiety, my life would be perfect and it would be so wonderful and I'll be very happy and my, you know, my, my, my performance at work, my, you know, my, my time, my friends, my family, it would all be perfect, it would be 100% good and it would be a paradise for me, basically, without anxiety. And with anxiety, it would actually destroy my life and that is what I thought and that used to be like my belief that with anxiety my life would be would never be fully complete I would never be happy um, I would always suffer at work and and I would always never be able to perform 100% work and that is the reason I really want to get rid of anxiety but I think uh, this is actually not the case with anxiety and perhaps I'd like to actually um, ask um, staff to share more about your idea with anxiety because I think um, I have been sort of having a paradigm shift with my relationship with anxiety especially that I'm starting to appreciate its existence in my life and that I'm starting to accept that anxiety can actually help me uh, in many aspects in my life which I can perhaps like share a little bit more later but perhaps I think enough of me sharing my anxiety experience um, can I actually ask, I mean, if you don't mind like telling us about it, like what sort of anxiety experience that you've experienced in the past and actually how did you feel about it like throughout and how did you deal with it? 
Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Vince. I, I really resonated with a lot of what you said about letting go of control and trying to see anxiety as an experience that you have and not something that you have to necessarily suppress. That's something I can really resonate with as well, because I think that with um, emotions that are aversive, that feel really scary to us, the natural instinct is to suppress it or to try to avoid it. Um, but when we avoid um, you know, aversive emotions, we also end up avoiding other positive emotions because our, our emotions ex exist on a spectrum. And when we try to narrow our worldview, perhaps, you know, as you said, it does give us a sense of relief in the short term because we're able to um, avoid um, the, the, the kind of um, the highest and the lowest of emotions. And we end up staying in this very narrow worldview of our own using coping mechanisms that can feel really safe for a period of time, you know, just avoiding situations that make us feel these extremes of emotions. So that can make us feel good and we can feel like things are quote unquote working. Um, but then just like you said, Vince, it, it just doesn't really um, work out in the long term in the sense that um, we end up we end up feeling that life isn't as colorful as perhaps it could be. So it just makes me think about um, something that I learned a couple of weeks back um, with um, an ACT or acceptance and commitment therapy session um, that or um, training session that I attended. Um, and something that I learned there was a great technique called, um, it's called a drop the anchor. Yeah. And in that activity, it basically says that um, when you are in the middle of an emotional storm, um, dropping the anchor, so to speak, in, in the sense that let's imagine you're on a stormy sea with a boat and you drop the anchor, um, it helps you land in the present moment and know that even in, a, in an emotional storm, when things are really unpredictable and you're not sure where your boat is going to go, you can still um, see those emotions as just experiences floating past and you can connect with the val your values in that present moment. Just really kind of um, the way I like to think about it is sitting back in your chair and watching things go by, um, watching this storm pass, just like um, any kind of weather will. And I think it speaks to your experience, Vince, of just seeing that letting go of control may perhaps be the most powerful tool um, that you have, because when you try to hold on so tightly to an experience, it just doesn't end up giving you the flexibility to cope with the situation because you aren't able to see it from um, kind of a bigger or a broader perspective. You're just holding on tightly um, to that experience of anxiety and trying to control that anxiety without stepping back to ask, oh, what am I doing this for? And um, how am I going to handle all the aspects that are that are contributing to my anxiety? And that's something that I've experienced as well in my own experience with, with anxiety, you know, just being able to, just, just realizing that holding on is not is not the um, the way to address something that feels overwhelming. And in fact, finding flexibility in, in an uncontrollable situation and being like, well, it's happening anyway. <laughs> so I might as well just sit back and watch it pass like the you know stormy clouds across the sky. Um, so those are my two cents. Um, and now I'm throwing the ball over <laughs> to Kath. And I'd like to hear... Um, what she has to say about her relationship with anxiety and what she thinks about handling and managing those emotions. It's funny because I feel like my relationship with anxiety is perhaps a little bit different from um, Vince or Steph's relationship with anxiety. We were talking about 
before we started recording this mm. episode what each of our relationship with anxiety is and I think a lot of people tend to experience anxiety when stressful situations are happening in life and you're having to deal with a lot of things. Mm. For a long time, I never really resonated with that because when, when I experience stress in life, I don't really get thrown off that much. But I've come to notice that there's actually a kind of a subtle form of anxiety that I do experience quite a lot. And I think there's a technical term for that. And the kind of anxiety that I experience most of the time is called anticipatory anxiety. And mm. that's the kind of anxiety that you experience with waiting for certain mm. things to happen. So it's not necessarily something about that's happening right in the present moment, something that you need to do right now. It's most of the time, it means that the ball is in someone else's court and all I can yeah. do is wait. And this kind of anxiety, it could be, for example, after job interviews, when I'm waiting for an offer to happen or, you know, like uh, with these episode production, maybe after the recording session today, while I'm waiting for the episodes to come in so that I can start editing, then I get <laughs> that kind of anxiety. And it's, I, I've, I've never really struggled with it as much because one way I've learned to cope it with, with it from a very young age is most of the time, this kind of anxiety sinks in and it's a positive kind of anxiety because mm. it, I'm just really excited about something that might or might not happen. And I was telling Steph a while ago yeah. that when I get this kind of anxiety, one thing I do is I jump up and down quite a lot. Like I would literally <laughs> be jumping all around the house because for me, this kind of anxiety is an accumulation of energy mm, that's yeah. really like overwhelming me a lot and so the act of jumping mm. up and down helps release a lot of the anxiety and in general in terms of everyday anxiety when stress um, arises mm. I totally resonate with what Vincent said about when this kind of like more immediate anxiety kicks in it's not like the harder you push it away, the less it's going to affect right. you. Yeah. And that means when you're feeling anxious, it's very important to acknowledge your feelings and also to accept the emotions that are arising. In Buddhism, there's the concept of the word dukkha means suffering. And the Buddha mm. taught people about the concept of dukkha dukkha, which means suffering arising out of suffering. And that's exactly the kind of trap that we could easily fall into mm. it. Meaning when we experience anxiety and then we become anxious about the fact that we're experiencing anxiety and that creates a that's second familiar. degree of suffering. <laughs> so that's a kind of a very um, common coping mechanism like yeah. because you don't know how to deal with the anxiety and therefore you get become even more anxious and it creates a vicious cycle so i'd be interested in hearing how vincent you might have recently navigated this and found a new way to cope with anxiety yeah thanks kathleen i think you actually mentioned something very very important <laughs> is that the anxiety of anxiety i think it is exactly the sort of anxiety that I have been experiencing is that I 
for my form of anxiety, I don't experience it when I'm in a particular situation, for example, at work or at a high stress situation. Rather, I actually really enjoy stress. I enjoy the pressure at work because, first of all, I actually really like what I'm doing at, at my work. And secondly, it actually gives me the energy and attention to focus and concentrate on one thing that sometimes I actually forget about all these like anxieties, issues and etc. But then my anxiety, I think the hardest part of that is whenever I thought about anxiety, it's not about wherever I go or whatever I do, I can be on a very calming beach during a weekend, you know, like relax on the beach. And then when the thoughts, a moment of thought that, oh, you have anxiety symptoms. And then you're anxious about you having anxiety symptoms. That is not about what you do. It's not about whether you're at a, at a high-paced environment or whether you're actually getting scoped by your, your, your colleagues, etc. It's about your fear of having continuous anxious symptoms that actually gives you more anxious symptoms. So I think that is, that is something that I've observed, that, has been, uh, that I've been experiencing in the past. Um, so I think um, the key to actually deal with that is what I call the art of giving up. The art of actually not caring. The art of actually, you know, I think for anxiety and other mental health issues, it is about how willing you are to accept the reality that you're an anxious person. It is just what it is. You're just naturally more careful, more sensitive, more anxious than other people. I mean, that's part of you. And if you're trying to eliminate that, you're just trying to eliminate yourself entirely. I mean, that doesn't really make any sense. So you have to accept, acknowledge that that is part of you. You're trying to understand yourself and you're trying to improve within the nature of yourself. You're not trying to totally turn yourself to become another person who is actually not anxious at all. Because if you actually turn yourself into that person, you will actually lose some very good traits that you have. Mm-hmm. Some of the actually good traits that anxiety brings me include, for example, I don't really feel unhappy or very depressed when I, whenever I feel a bit of, bit of like having like some sort of like anxious thoughts. I just feel, oh, I'm very anxious and, and you know, I actually feel very awake whenever I have anxious, anxious symptoms and that I'll be very, very careful with my work, with everything that I do. So I think that characteristics, that, you know, like that, like me, me being a little bit anxious um, actually gives me a lot of like advantages in work and in life and you know like for my study for my career etc so i think um, for anxiety it's more like emotions are just emotions so there's no good emotions there's no bad emotions you know like being happy can be bad being anxious can be good as well but ultimately i mean it, they are just emotions so and and i think the key would be just accept that and to 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 treat anxiety just as anxiety emotions just as emotions. So, um, I mean, of course, being logical and being emotional can be different. So I I understand these concepts, but as to how we practice that in life, I think it really takes a lot of time. So that's my experience so far. Yeah, and I think that's a wonderful way to to wrap up and to, um, to just take these lessons that we've talked about today and to understand that anxiety and the experience of anxiety is a spectrum just like we shared um you know vince has a different experience of anxiety than kath did and 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 that i did and so um it's to normalize that conversation about um, how everyone experiences anxiety and emotions in general and we hope that everyone who's listened to this episode today um can perhaps have taken something away about how they face 
face their emotions, how they handle their emotions, and just kind of see emotions as passing clouds in the skies of life. So with that, we're going to leave you to have a wonderful day ahead, or if you're listening to this episode in the evening, have a wonderful, restful evening. See you next time.